Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Joining me today is Seb Terry, the founder of 100 Things. How are you, Seb? I'm good. I've always identified as an entrepreneurial woman with purpose. This is great. Well, it's a, we're, we're going off on a tangent today. We are renaming the business Entre, Entrepreneurial Humans with Purpose. So tell great. us, who is Seb Terry? Uh, well, uh, I'm Sebastian. I'm Seb. Anyone can call me whatever they like. Uh, I Look, I, I live in LA currently, obviously from Australia, uh, Sydney. I have a list of 100 things that I'm trying to do to be happier in life. And I guess it's a story that started about 12 years ago. Um, I, you know, I, I, I basically had a few things happen as we do in our lives that made me think a lot about whether I was happy or not. I, I, you know, I had a degree and I got a degree, so I was told I should get one. I came out the other end of that just feeling a little underwhelmed. And I was curious as to why I was told I needed to get that. And uh, I lost a friend of mine at the age of 24. Um, I was 25. He was 24. His name was Chris. And I also started a business and very quickly realized that it didn't, again, resonate with me so much. And I, all those things came together at one time. And I thought, geez, if I'm really unhappy, I don't, you know, I don't want to die this way. What, what, how can I change this? How can I smile more? So I just wrote a list of things that I hoped would make me smile more if I tried them. And I committed to it. And that was, yeah, 12 years ago. And the story's obviously grown, thankfully, way past just, you know, one guy and his list. And it's turned into this global community of people who not only now set their own goals and strive and achieve their own goals, but they help each other out. So there are people all around the world who were able and fortunate to connect, to, you know, go on uh, whatever it might be, go on runs together or, um, you know, whatever these buckets list items are, uh, people help each other out. So that's that's a little bit about me. Is that Does that make sense? It absolutely does. And listen, you have done some seriously crazy things in your time. I have, of course, read your book. I have, of course, got my list of 100 things, but my list really doesn't compare to your list. Can you share some of the craziest things that you have done off your list to date? Yeah, well, first of all, you shouldn't have to compare your list to mine. Uh, it's, not, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's not a comparative it's thing. It's not a competition. It's, it's, no, it's, uh, but in all seriousness, it's a relative concept. You know, you're in the same way that, you know, your list shouldn't be compared to mine and mine shouldn't be compared to someone who's listening. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's very personal and it doesn't have to be 100 things. It could just be one. I, I think the whole idea behind anyone's list is that no matter how many items are on there, it just has to be meaningful. Um, and and uh, I guess it has to be an extension of what are your values, you know? So, um, I, but to answer your question, some things that on my list which were a bit different, um, I don't know, I, I lived on a deserted island uh, by myself for a week in, in, uh, in the middle of the Coral Sea. I delivered a stranger's baby. I, I uh, married a stranger in Las Vegas. I posed nude in art class. I pushed a, a stranger in his wheelchair. He's a quadriplegic guy called Mark. He always wanted to complete a half marathon, so I pushed him and helped him do that. Um, you know, I, I just, yeah, I mean, the list goes on, I could go on and on and on, but I, I, don't, I, I don't like to just sort of sit here and tell people what I've done. 
And listen, when we first met, I was nine months pregnant, sitting in the front row of an event, and you were sharing your wonderful story. Mind you, not wearing any shoes, I always remember that. Yeah. Uh, sharing this wonderful story <laughs> of how you had delivered a stranger's baby. And I was so excited because I was on the verge of giving birth. I was so excited that you had already ticked that one because I was like, oh, my God, he's looking at me. He wants to do this together. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's but really uh, that. Surprisingly, that's not how I found the the birth mother. I didn't just stare at women who seemed pregnant. I uh, I got an invite from someone in Canada. Uh, but, yes, uh, thankfully I'd already done that by the time we'd met. <laughs> And so tell us about that original your friend passing and, you know, things going at, at that stage of your life were not going in the right direction that you wanted them to. What was that call to adventure to launching 100 Things? Um, it was, well, I mean, I, you hear this story a lot, right? It's, it's quite a common narrative of people having a moment in their life where everything stops and it's usually for a bad reason. They either come close to losing their own life or they may like me, lose someone close to them or, you know, something significant, they lose a job or, or, or whatever it might be, diagnosed with an illness such as cancer. And in those moments, they, you know, actually get a perspective on life, which they never allowed themselves before. You know, why am I here? That type of thing. Am I happy with my life? If I continue in this way, will I die happy? Am I regretting the way I'm living, etc.? And I, you know, I just had that sort of moment, um, as many people have. And in that moment, I realized I, I wasn't happy personally and I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my values were. I didn't really know what I stood for. I kind of realized for the first time that I was one of these people who just followed the herd and I just sort of conformed to what was ever presented to me as normal. And there's nothing wrong with this, of course, but that typically, you know, the story is school, further education, a couple of jobs, a career, save money invest here, buy a house, have a family, et cetera. And, and that's all lovely. And, and, and all those things are, are lovely to some people, not everyone. But I just sort of wondered, well, how, what, does that fit with me right now? <clears throat> and at the age of 25, I, I just realized it, you know, it didn't. I didn't even know who I was, let alone, you know, w wanting to save suddenly for a house. So I, yeah, just started writing a list of things that I thought might get me closer to finding out who I was. So you know, certainly it was a list of things that I hope would make me smile. On top of that, I, I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to experience things. I felt very sheltered up until that point in my life. So a lot of it was about kind of getting out of my comfort zone and trying things that I might have, might have heard of or, or what have you. So it was, that was it. The, the ultimate goal was trying to move me in the direction of happiness or contentment or fulfillment, whatever word you choose to put there. And, and, and that was it. Uh, I didn't, I, you know, I never thought I, any of the thing, the wonderful things that have happened since would happen. Um, that's all been really organic. Um, and I'm very grateful for, for those things. But yeah, it was just a, a very kind of pure, like you say, call to adventure based on just wanting to be happier. And did you ever think 12 years ago that the organisation and the movement as such would be where it is today? Yes. And that 12 years ago did you ever think that far ahead no 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 not at all I uh no I just started doing it but what what was interesting is like from the day I left in fact the day before I left Australia I I remember channel seven like sunrise I think it was or asked to do an interview with me about what I was doing and I found it really weird you know I was like ah oh, this is interesting this is this has garnered some kind of media attention for what reason you know all I'm trying to do is be happier and, and as soon as I did that interview, I started getting a lot of emails from people saying, hey, 
this is really inspiring or I've started my list and, you know, can you help me with my list? So I, I knew I kind of had an idea that, it, you know, I wasn't the only person who felt a certain way and felt, you know, perhaps underwhelmed with my life. And so I, you know, I, I, I realized that, but no, just to, to think that it would go on and, um, you know, I don't know, be turned into a book and have my own reality show and documentaries and speaking on stages all over the world and stuff like that. No, that's just like a complete, complete accident. Like I say, super grateful for it. And, and, and I should also say 12 years on now, I realize that the, the power and the potential that this really has. I mean, even now, I, I've never really treated this as a, as a business, so to speak. It's just been a, a wonderful thing, which you know, I'm able to continue on and it has a very positive impact on other people, which is fantastic. But it's only now in the last kind of year, year and a half where I've, you know, actually taken on a business partner and thought, right, I, I you know, with, with the thinking that it would just be a shame if this is all it ever was. Lots of good things have happened for sure. And we've impacted lots of people and lives have been saved and lives have been changed and friendships have been forged and all that kind of wonderful stuff. But, you know, really, you know, this isn't affecting millions of people and it should be. So that's kind of where the attention is now. So um, in a very convoluted, <laughs> drawn out answer for you. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I never thought any of this would happen, but now it's happened. I want so much more to happen. So really about creating that scale to have even a deeper impact than you already have and already are having. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And so I'm sure on your journey to achieving your goals and having the impact that you already have, there've been trials and tribulations, you know, the highs and lows and everything in between. Are you able to share some of those? Uh, yeah. Well, what's kind of interesting about this, it, th there wasn't really an expectation of what this would be. I just wanted to, you know, adventure forth and hopefully, you know, become happier and maybe learn a few things about myself. And I mean, I've got to say that, like, since the moment I committed to doing that 12 years ago, or just over 12 years ago now, um, there hasn't been a moment of jeopardy for me because I haven't really had a, uh, outside of the 100 things on a list, there hasn't really been uh, a place where I've needed it to go. So, the, you know, the, the, I, I've never doubted myself, not as in I'm the most confident person in the world and I knew the answer was this, nothing like that. But I've just, I, I just always knew that, that it felt right. And so I'm, I'm very fortunate and perhaps it's a rare story, but there hasn't been the, the, the deep lows, which I know are common. Um, and uh, yeah, there hasn't been that. It's just been kind of a, a really positive track forward. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose like if you... Uh, I'm trying to think if you think on like a, a more micro level in the first place, I sort of had to say goodbye to friends and family and say, look, I'm going overseas. I don't know how long for it's based on a list and I didn't have anyone's support at the time. And there were things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly the, the, the world's changed in so many ways, uh, you know, look at what's happened now over the last year and a half with COVID. And so there have been those kind of those trials and tribulations, which, you know, we've all had to sort of overcome and, and adapt with. But uh, just from a kind of a, I, I've never doubted the journey itself. It's always, I've known to be the right thing. Isn't that a wonderful place when you are in that knowing space and you can just step forward and everything just goes into this wonderful state of flow? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, there are people who could define what flow is perhaps far better than me, but I think there's certainly something to be said for, just committing everything you have to something that you're truly passionate about, which is based upon the fundamental understanding of your values. And this mm. goes for an individual, but you know, families too, friendship circles, businesses, of course, industries even. And uh, yeah, I mean that you do create flow when you, when you really commit. And, uh, and I think your positive actions has 
a direct, um, you know, a, a, is a direct influence on your results. And when they become slightly more positive, because your actions are positive, your, your, your belief, your belief becomes more positive as well. And when that happens, that again influences your action. And you sort of, there's a triangle, right? This action results, belief, action results, belief. And yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for flow there. The world absolutely shows up for people who, who take it upon themselves to just, you know, full heartedly commit to something that they, they think is, is the right thing for themselves and others, of course. Love it. And so bravery and courage are two leading traits of entrepreneurs. How have they played a part in your world? Um, I don't know. I've never sort of labelled myself as brave or courageous. I, um, you are brave and courageous, that's for sure. That I know. I did hear, you're going to have to help me out with this. I did hear something lately that the difference between bravery and courage, I think it – do you know what I'm talking about? There's something like bravery is, is – uh, Oh gosh, I've completely. I don't know what you're talking about. Like There's going out, to, going out with armor on that that kind of. No, it's not that. It's like bravery is walking forward without knowing what's ahead, but you do it. And courage is knowing what's ahead, knowing it's going to be difficult, but then doing it anyway. Something like there's a bit more knowledge behind the the idea of courage. I'm sure people listening will be like, you completely butchered that. I know what you're meant to say, (laughs) but 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 there's no way for them to tell me because I've already said it. it. It came together well. It's all good. It's something like that, but I, I don't know if I'm brave or courageous, but I, I, I certainly am, you know, I, I mean, this is the thing. All I'm doing is trying to be happier and, and, and certainly now I'm trying to make other people happier too by, of course, all the things that we do with our courses and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Is, is that brave? It, it just sort of flies in the face of like convention. That I think that's the main difference. Mm. I've just had a moment to think about how I want to live and I've just decided to do that. It's just a very personal decision. It's not, you know, a, a middle finger up to anyone. It's not mm. aggressively palming off society. You know, it, it, it wasn't, you know, losing friends and family in, um, in any, uh, t- uh, what's the word, permanent way. I, you know, I, I just went, well, I think this will make me feel happy, so I'm going to try. And I don't know if that's bravery, but perhaps, but I, yeah, I just think it's very normal. And so what does the word purpose mean to you? Um, I think purpose is, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a very, a very overly asked question, isn't it? Like you hear this a lot. What's your overarching purpose on the planet? Why are you here? And we, we will try and come up with one liners. And, and I think ultimately what a great thing to know. There's so much pressure. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what my purpose is. I, I do think that we all get to a better understanding through identifying what we're passionate about. I think that's probably the first question. What are you passionate about? And then if you try all the things you're passionate about, I think that eventually leads to a place where you're like, well, actually, I like all these things. And by uh, embracing all of my passions, I think I'm able to do you know, X, Y, or Z. Um, so I certainly think that 100 Things as a Business is, is absolutely now about trying to empower other people to you know identify who they are and strive for things that make them a better version of themselves and connect others through community um and you know i i guess ultimately there's been a lot of acts of kindness between people too so i mean you know as a, i don't know i think there's just like a lot of flowery questions and sentences that we're told we should know who really knows their purpose i i, I don't know i mean do you I know I just mean that genuinely not to put you on the spot but what's your purpose no absolutely and it is a very hard thing to define I realized probably midway through last year that my purpose is to support other people and other businesses to become the best versions of themselves and I finally felt like 
living in New Zealand and all the wonderful things that were happening in my life and with that deep sense of purpose, I felt like I had become the best version of myself and I wanted to share with other people and with other businesses how they could also do the same to really create a meaningful life. So that's yeah. probably um, the longer version. It's very hard to kind of get it down to that one succinct sentence about what your purpose is. Um, mm. But you mentioned about passion. What are three things that you are super passionate about? Because if we can understand purpose in a different way about what we're actually passionate about, it's easier sometimes to get to a place of purpose. So what are three things that you are passionate about? Well, um, I guess I'm, I mean, things that, uh, that, that I know light me up on the inside. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very like people driven. I love people. Um, and uh, yeah, as I think most people are, we like, we're very uh, driven, whether we're, you know, consciously aware of it or not to sort of help other people out. You know, your, your answer of purpose is fantastic. Like you're looking to help people and businesses thrive in, in, in ways that they, they desire. Right. So I think there's certainly that I'm very people driven. I think, you know, the, I, I, I love, I, I think I have a lot of creativity and so I, I like to do things that involve that. So I'm very passionate about, you know, it sounds silly, but like, you know, things like writing or storytelling. I'm very passionate about things like that. And I, you know, I, I found that by doing those things, you can have a very um, profound impact on other people. Um, even if it's just writing a book and, you know, one person reads it and says, huh, I'm going to start a list of a hundred things, you know, through me pursuing a passion of writing, it's had an impact on someone else in a positive way. So, you know, I think we kind of start to link the dots a little bit, you know, from understanding our passions and then understanding maybe something closer to a purpose. I, I do also think this, and I, I'm kind of straying away from your question here, but I, I do think that what, one thing I found is even though I'm somewhat celebrated for creating a list and doing things to my list, um, uh, which I, which I, I, I get a little bit awkward about, I, I do think that the list actually isn't the most important thing here. I don't think, you know, goals are, of course, very good to have and it's great to have goals and, you know, strive towards doing the things. But at the end of the day, I, I, I really think, I'll, I'll talk for myself, I really think my list has just been a vehicle over a 12-year period to date that's allowed me to better understand myself. And, and I think by continually going towards these goals, I, I just get a better, you know, I, I yeah, I, I just said it, I guess, I just understand myself better. And I think the secret to actual happiness is, and this is, you know, maybe I'm trying to be too profound now, but I do think that one thing at least which is crucial to happiness is just knowing who you are and being mm. able to, to be you in any given moment. And I'm not sure if that's, that, I mean, I, it's not the, the, the that, that's not purpose, perhaps, but I do think it's it's vitally important. And so I, I, I don't know, there's a lot of the esoterical questions here that I don't really have the answer for any of them, but I, I, I do think about this stuff a little bit. That piece around knowing who you are is at the core to being able to step forward and do all those things that you love and drive from a place of passion and fill your life with purpose. If you do not know who you are, and fundamentally who you are, not who your parents created you as, not who your teachers wanted you to be, not who your ex-husband wanted to be, not, you know, all these people have really profound influence in our lives. But once we strip all of those things back to fundamentally work out who am I, what's important to me, what do I value, and then being able to step forward with that, mm. that becomes that really powerful. Yeah, I, I flow, think so. I guess. Yeah, because we're, we're, we are, we're, we're influenced so much by society and people and of course our parents and teachers and those sort of coaches along the way as we get older and 
you know, we, 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 to, to the degree where, you know, the risk is you don't have any idea who you were. I, I certainly didn't. I was kind of, I was a good student. I was a good listener. I was a good, uh, you know, team player on sports teams and whatever. But I, I, I just kind of listened and I learned to, you know, to be loved. It's just good to follow the rules and try and do those as good as you can. And you, of course, you learn a little bit about yourself along the way. But I, I, I mean, really, I, I'm not being funny. At 25, I had no idea who I was. I, I mean, I had no idea. I, you know, I backpacked around the world because other people said you should backpack around the world. I had a degree because my career advisor, Mr. Tebble, said you should get a degree. So I did. Um, Mr. Tebble. Mr. Tebble. Uh, Yeah. You know, you act in a certain way because your parents, you from a young age, obviously encourage you to. And, you know, we we all hope that our parents have, you know, the values and the 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 morals to put in front of you for you to understand and you know like so I think we all have that but I, I there has to be a point surely with it, everyone where they go right fantastic thank you so much everyone let me just pause for two seconds and see where I am and who I am and that's that's kind of what this journey is you know yeah absolutely and so talking about the best version of you what are some of the things that you do on a daily bit basis like your daily rituals the routines that actually make you the best version of yourself um that's great I don't really have a a, a routine as such I I I try and incorporate as many well I I try and incorporate things to my list into into my day so at the moment um so for example uh I'm trying to learn French it's number 42 uh 46 on my list sorry and so I'm doing you know every day Every day in August, I, I'm running this thing at the moment called Mastery Month, where anyone anyone can join and just pick a, a, a goal that they need to master and they join every day. So I'm doing French every single day. So that's something I do typically in the mornings. I did it this morning, day four, 4th of August, as we record this. Uh, I'm learning uh, a classical piano piece. I can't play piano. I have no idea what a chord is, but I'm a minute 40 into Claire de Lune, which is a classical piano piece. So I'm doing that every single day. Um, I think there's, you know, of course, like staying healthy and fit. So I like to try and do exercise every day if I can. Um, I, I love surfing. So I'm in the water a lot. But again, these things are very much driven by, you know, back to that kind of passion thing. You know, I, I'm very much driven by things that I feel really passionate about. Um, I, I enjoy doing breath work. I feel amazing when I do breath work. I want to do that daily. I haven't managed to do that just yet. But uh, yeah, there are, I mean, there are a few other things. I love working on, on 100 things. You know, I do, I do do that every day. Um, uh so yeah there's no set that yeah there's, there's no set structure or routine i just i have a list which i'm fortunate you know and anyone can have a list of things that i know are going to make me happier or i hope will and so i just try and do as many of those as i can it's chaotic but it's beautiful <laughs> and can you share your sexiest french statement um well, gonna, I by the way we're going to have no idea what you say so just spit it all out Great, great. Uh, so I have a tattoo, getting a tattoo is on my list. And I actually got a French quote from a book called the Le Petit Prince, the, the Little Prince that you may have heard of. Yes, and uh, the quote, basically, there's a little prince who lives on a planet and he falls in love with this flower on his planet and he wants to pick the flower, but it will kill the flower. So he has to learn to just appreciate it. And then he goes on this exploration to different planets and planet Earth. And he's on Earth and he's stuck in a desert. He's lost. And this fox bounds up to him and the little prince says in English, what's the secret to life? As, as, as the loudest motorbike in the world goes past. And um, the, uh, the, the fox says, the secret to life is this. And in French, he says, On ne voit bien qu'avec le cœur, le son ciel est invisible pour les yeux. That, that's my best accent. 
Um, well now, done. yeah, I have no idea what it means, but it sounded nice. I'm joking. I know what it means. Uh, I'm so means... glad you know what it means. Translate for us, please. Uh, on revoir bien qu'avec le cœur, uh, one can only truly see with the heart. Um, L'essentiel est invisible pour les yeux. Uh, the essential, the essential things are invisible to the eyes, essentially. So at one stage in your last 12 years, many stages, you used to travel the world ticking off your list. And obviously mm. the last 18 months has been a very different world and you have really connected in such a meaningful way to people still through the digital sphere. Can mm. you share more about how you've been able to create new opportunities by changing your thinking of how you can still connect with people? Yeah, I yeah, there's so many things I want to say to that straight away. Well, one is human connection is paramount, right? Like, obviously, um, we we want to be connected as humans. And thankfully, as I'd say, most of us have been able to, we've adapted to things like Zoom calls or any number of apps that connect us now. And so that's an important piece. Now, you know, with that comes this idea of Zoom fatigue and, oh, my God, another cocktail hour with work and all that kind of stuff. And so then the question becomes, well, we have the tools, we have the ability to connect everyone still digitally, um, which in itself is great. But how do we then make that meaningful? Um, you know, I, I, again, using the cocktail hour, there's only so many cocktail hours you can do with 50 people on a screen. But what we have found is if you're able to identify what's important to the individuals who are on that call and then start conversations and maybe breakout groups about those meaningful things, whether they're professional or course personal, which a list is a list of things does incorporate personal and professional things and a few other bits and pieces as well. You can then start, you know, you can really work on engaging those people and growing deeper connections. So again, to, to, to use us as an example, we have weekly accountability calls with people all over the world. We have, we've been doing this for quite a while um, through COVID uh, people who share their goals and we work on action plans for them to do it together as a group. We put, um, we put them in, you know, sometimes group specific groups. So here's a French learning group. Here's a guitar learning group. Actually, just before this call, we had, we call it the money monsters group. So people who are interested in saving money, investing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think we had 18 people turn up for that. So if you can kind of, if you can identify what's really important to individuals and then throw that into this wonderful technology world where you can go on a zoom call and talk about it, or a Google Hang or whatever you have. I, I mean, we found there's really good results. Um, that, that, of course, is not to say that you can achieve all the same goals. I mean, you know, in lockdown, no travel. I, I haven't traveled anywhere in a year and a half, which is very different for me. Um, I, I've still, I still feel fantastic. I mean, I haven't done some of the things on my list, but again, by virtue of having a list of quite varied things, and I, there are some things on there I can do, like learn piano or learn French. You don't need to climb to the top of Everest for that. I, I, I'll also answer another question, which is in my head, uh, which you haven't asked. And perhaps, you know, please stop me if I'm rambling here. Um, but I mean, uh, on, on these, so I'm, again, I'm doing a lot of keynotes still. They're virtual keynotes now. They're not obviously in person, um, but that's all about to change here in the US. Um, so one of the questions, you know, I get a lot is, well, you know, I, I can't run that marathon um, or I can't climb that mountain that I always wanted to. And my answer is, well, it's not really the mountain or the or the marathon, which is vitally important. That's the that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the part you can see. But climbing a mountain or finishing a marathon or you know any one of other number of goals you can have, that all stems from your again your values, your your spokes to your wheel of life. If you understand where that goal comes from, you can be creative and think about something different. So although we can't, you know, the the, the idea of exploration and traveling overseas sounds fantastic. There are so many people who have decided to 
reconvert their house or come up with some sort of uh, activity challenge activation in their backyard for them and their kids to engage with, whether it's painting or gardening or whatever. So I think goals can change and they should change with time. Um, but you should never compromise your values. So again, going back to the first step really in starting a list is understanding your values. And what's important. And so thinking about the next 12 months for you, where will your focus on impact be? Well, we, I mean, I I think sort of continuing in the right direction. We've we've got such a a lovely community of people um, and there are so many lovely good things happening. Um, which we're so proud of, uh, but it's really about growing it for us. We, you know, the, the conversations we have every Friday with a group of people from around the world are fantastic. And, you know, they're all achieving so many things and, and delving into big uh, conversations about life and goals and supporting each other. But again, like, it, you know, it, it, it should be a lot more people. We, you know, ideally like to be impacting millions and millions and millions. So I think it's about kind of growing the business, to be honest, um, and, and growing the community. We're working on We've been exploring the last kind of 16 months through COVID, uh, like what are, what are tools, what do people need? Um, and so we've developed like habit trackers, so to, or we call it like a, a mastery manager, but tools basically for people to be able to check in every day with the goals that they think uh, are important to themselves. Having these, these breakout rooms, having these goal-specific um, accountability calls. We, we've developed like an eight-step program, which I used to just teach in person. So now there's like a, uh, an online um, course which is eight steps. The first four steps are how to create your list. The second four steps are how to then activate it. And the results have been phenomenal over the seven months that we've run it so far. So I think it's just, you know, making our products as useful for people as possible and creating as much opportunity for people to get in there and chat to other people in the same boat as themselves. That's kind of what we want to do. And, you know, I, I think just grow, ultimately grow so we, can, so we can serve and impact more people. And finally, Sebastian Terry, what is that one thing that you are super passionate about that you'd like to call for action from our entrepreneurial women with purpose community? Huh. Uh, well, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I love it when someone can, can start a list um, and, and share it. Here's a little fact. If you, sh- if you simply write down a goal, you're 42% more likely to achieve it. If you then share that goal with somebody, you're 65 more, uh, percent more likely to achieve it. And if you share that goal ongoingly multiple times with one person or a group of people, you're 95% more likely to achieve it. So I, I'd say for anyone who's kind of you know, interested in this idea of, of growing personally or professionally, um, I, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know if I can help. But the most important thing you can do right now is, is really have a think about what's important to you, identify that goal and share it with someone. And I'm very happy to be that person. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your world and your crazy life adventures with entrepreneurial women with purpose. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Toitu EnviroCare is an important and valued partner for entrepreneurial women with purpose in our collective approach to New Zealand being carbon zero by 2030. Through measuring, managing and reducing our carbon impact, we can all be contributors to the goal. Check out their new SMB and farming tools at toitu.co.nz.